guys, James from Bull Bros here. Let's talk about the offensive undrafted free agents the Chargers picked up. Adding a lot more guys to this team once again. We picked up an 18 in total, but I'm going to just start with the offense for this video for the undrafted free agents. So let's get into it, guys. Bull Bros, let's go. lot to unpack here, guys. So, you know, it's interesting. I think it was a stat that talked about undrafted free agents, that there's a almost a bigger chance to even make the team going undrafted uh, versus even some levels of being drafted. It's really strange how that kind of works. But, um, yeah, it's kind of interesting. I think it was like a 23% of players on field as starters are undrafted free agents. So it's kind of an interesting direction for a guy's career go from college to the NFL and uh, find ways to be able to uh, get on field. I mean, even guys on our team, you know, obviously Austin Eckler is being one of those guys, JC Jackson being one of those guys, uh, Michael Davis being another one of those guys. There's a track record or a way to be able to get on field as an undrafted free agent and be effective and be a starter. So let's just talk a little bit about some of our offensive undrafted free agents here. And uh, let's, let's get into it guys. So, Let's start out with uh, Terrell Bynum, who ended up signing with us. Um, he is a wide receiver out of USC. So this is there really wasn't too much information I could find about him all around. Ended up just watching a lot of footage on him, um, kind of getting a better understanding of who he is as a player. So... Uh, What's interesting to me is that we kind of think about like our wide receivers that we ended up having in here. Uh, we got a lot of wide receivers on this team. We did draft a couple wide receivers too, guys. So our wide receiver room is pretty stacked all around. So with uh, Terrell Bynum, USC, played only about one season at USC, played three seasons at Washington previously, reportedly ran a 4-4-5-40, um, had about 934 yards, six touchdowns. Really kind of not a, too much information we're grabbing out of him. Uh, but at the same side, we did dip a little bit more in our local talent. I'm sure we probably met with him um, at our local pro day. Um, so adding him would be great. I really kind of wish that we went after Travis Dye. I was pretty excited about him. And I thought he would be a great undrafted free agent for us. Fortunately, he went to the Jets. But uh, Terrell Bynum, it'll be interesting to see where he goes. I mean, the big thing about these undrafted free agents they need to make an impact not only just as a wide receiver on field, but more importantly, special teams. You got to find a way to be able to work through special teams to be able to get into the field or onto a starting position somewhere or another on the wide receiver side of things. So Darrell Bynum, we'll see how he goes. Seems like he's got some speed. We need speed like we always been kind of asking for for this draft. So we'll see where he goes and how he fits for this team. Moving on, let's go to my next guy here, Joe Hari Branch, a guard from Maryland. So we're dipping into the Maryland pool here. Obviously, J.C. Jackson came from Maryland. So maybe he's got a little bit of it inside with him. I don't know. I don't know if he's ever met this guy or not, but uh, I'm sure he's paying attention to him. So Johari Branch, 6'3", 310. Center position is kind of where he was at. Um you know, in 2018 as a freshman, Branch saw some action in just one game. 
played about 63 snaps in the in the Panthers. No quarterback hurries, no quarterback hits, no sacks while playing left guard. So he has played a little bit more in other positions after the season. Brant Brant's transfer to Maryland, um, where he, as a sophomore uh, in 2020, played five games, total of 309 snaps, conceded about five quarterback hurries, one quarterback hit, and four sacks playing at left guard. So he has kind of shifted around. He seems like he's kind of figuring it out. 2021, 13 games. He played in total 879 snaps, gave up seven quarterback hurries, no quarterback hits, one sack while playing most of his snaps at right guard. Um, so he's moved to the right guard now. 2022, as a senior, saw action 12 games, played 814 snaps, allowed 11 quarterback hurries, no quarterback hits, three sacks while playing the majority of snaps at center, and then the rest at left guard. So he has played left guard, right guard, and center. So all around, he has shifted around uh, quite a bit. So, and honestly, Telesco, Brandon Staley loves very versatile guys for us. So um, does well enough for just a second move for the rusher. He kind of has good feet or footwork to be able to, you know, work on that secondary type movement from the defender that, that is in front of them. Not the fastest uh, 40 there by any means. 5'5". Five, five. Um, height, weight is pretty good. 76, 76th percentile. Span isn't too bad. You know, broad jump didn't do too bad there. Nothing is just really eye-popping in a sense from him. Um, you know, pass blocking 64%, run blocking 59%. You know, three-star recruit all around. So we'll, we'll kind of see where it kind of pans out with him too. I The one thing is though, I kind of think the whole thing, I always look at the weaknesses versus the strengths. Um, could be a liability against a speed to power rush early in his career. Lacks foot speed to a major threat as a lead blocker outside. Um, and consistently latching on, gets lazy, bent to the waist. So I think that's kind of an interesting thing. So his movement, his speed is not very good, which basically hurts him in the run game kind of thing. So, But that is for Jahari Branch, uh, offensive lineman for... Maryland. Uh, moving on. Let's go to <clears throat> our next player here. Elijah Dotson from Northern Colorado. This is an interesting one. So we didn't go after a running back, which a lot of people talked about. Um, kept feeling like we needed to find a guy to be able to, you know, help out Austin Eckler. You know, there's a side to me that thinks, and based upon what I'm hearing is I think they feel fine with the running back room, by the way. Um, they feel good about what they have in front of them. They feel that Austin Eckler's their guy, Isaiah Spiller's their guy, and um, Joshua Kelly's their guy. I think they also didn't want to draft a fourth running back for four years in a row. So, um, But Elijah Dotson, let's let's talk a little bit about him. 5'9", 199 is what I'm seeing in some levels here. Transferred from Sac State to Northern Colorado. It does seem like he could burn you and be a special teamer and I should say be special when he has a one-on-one opportunity. He has taken punt returns and taken them to house to the house too. So looking at 2018 um, being at uh, Sacramento state, I believe it was, he had 10 games played 185 rushes, uh, 1,184 yards, nine touchdowns, 14 catches, 160. Um, 2019, 13 games played, 151 yards, 742 yards, seven touchdowns, 70 catches, 702 yards, four touchdowns. 2020 was a COVID year. 2021, 
He had, uh, this is when he was kind of had a smaller games. I think four, four games played, 28 attempts, um, 95 yards, one touchdown, 18 catches, 108 yards. And then went to Northern Colorado from there, eight games played, 142 attempts of rushing, 636 yards, four touchdowns, 35 catches, 205 yards, two, two touchdowns. So the thing that I'm kind of hanging my hat on is that he did have in 2019 a lot of catches out of the backfield. Um, he did get over a thousand yards one of his years. Um, he can be kind of a versatile guy for us, can block and be a factor in special teams, in my opinion. That's where he's going to have to find a way to be able to get into, into this team. So um, four, five, six, forty, not bad at all. A um, little bit of an upright type runner, lacks great power as a runner. Not a quick twitch athlete and is forced to gear down too much. I do feel like he is very good about getting in the outside and being that one-on-one guy that could get past people. So I think he's kind of a really good outside guy. Um, I've seen him do pretty well on the inside. But all around, I think he's a solid guy all around for just a potential opportunity to be able to get onto this team. Maybe we found another guy who could be another Austin Eckler on our team. I don't know. But... Either way, guys, we'll see kind of where it pans out with Elijah Dotson um, and see kind of where he ends up fitting with us, too. So I'm excited to be able to see where he kind of works with us. So moving on, uh, let's talk further about some other players here. So let's go with mm, this one's an interesting one. Pookie Wilson um, out of Florida State. Um, I don't know if you guys watched a lot on him, but, uh, you know, Obviously, Derwin James is on our team. Asante Samuel is on our team here. Um, interesting thing watching his game. The guy really does phenomenal downfield for us, um, or for them, I should say. Um, Florida State, six, six foot, 175 uh, in five seasons, 1,541 yards, seven touchdowns. His highlights are really, really fun to watch. I would love to show them for you guys, but I do feel like that dings us for some reason here on YouTube. Can make great one-handed catches downfield, and his highlights are a ton of downfield catches, 15, 20-plus yard type catches. Can be a very shifty guy with his ball, the ball in his hands, and has taken punt returns. You know, like we have a very stacked wide receiver group here, but I – do think the Chargers are going to try to find ways to be able to add more wide receivers in this team, and especially guys that can do things more than just catch the ball for us. Um, I do think that with with Pookie, he gives us a little bit more versatility. I mean, he has returned some kicks, you know, not like a huge amount of them by any means. Uh, he has done a couple rushes, not by a huge amount of them by any means. But at the same side, his downfield presence is pretty good. He kind of reminds me a little bit of, um, you know, like a, a Jalen Guyton. Um, I do think that he's a little bit more kind of a one-note type, re type receiver. So meaning as in he does kind of need to be able to work a little bit more on routes. It seems like he's just a lot more out routes than anything, which once again, guys, we've all been talking about wanting to have a guy that could just be a downfield threat for us all around. Um, so I think it's an interesting one. Um, I think it's a very, very interesting one to be able to see having another guy that could potentially find a way to be another out route guy for us. Cause what did we talk about last year, guys? You know, we really met, missed a lot of downfield type players. I mean, once Guyton went down, that was pretty much a wrap on that. Um, 
now we potentially have a guy who could be another one for us um, and just having it more as an adept level for us too. So I think it's interesting to be able to see where he goes with us. I mean, once again, special teams is the, the method and the way to be able to get onto this team. He could be potentially a, a Tyron Johnson kind of guy for us back in 2020. Just another just straight line, go out there, run deep, just Herbert bomb the ball for you. So I think he's very, very much an interesting and intriguing one for us to be able to look at. So Pookie, we'll see how it goes with him. Maybe we'll pick up another Florida State guy. So Pookie Wilson, we're keeping an eye on you for sure. Moving on, let's talk about Nicholas Melsap, offensive tackle from Delta State. Now, once again, a very, very small school kind of guy here. Um, let me pull this up here for you. But uh, yeah, this one's an interesting one to me uh, because <laughs> I'm a big guy, massive guy, big, big, big guy. Now, I'll show you this photo here. Kind of threw me off a little bit. I was like, wait a minute here. Are we seeing uh, maybe maybe you're pulling a, a fast one on us here, Storm Norton, but you look like Storm Norton to me, but <laughs> it tripped me out looking at him. But either way, big guy, 6'7", 332. Um, Offensive tackle and guard out of Delta State University. Very small school type thing here. Um, but this is an interview that he had here all around. What makes me a top prospect in my position in the draft? Not only my size, but my athletic ability. I move very well for someone my size and translate onto the field. I move well in open space, which is that uh, whether that's me pulling or leading on an outside zone, as well as my physicality at the point of attack. I also have really good understanding of the defensive tendencies and what uh, alignments come with certain blitzes and stunts. Hey, that all sounds great and grand. I, I love to be able to see that on field. I'd love to be able to see another guy that we could add to our room. I love to be able to have more offensive guys as on our team that we could really, really build on. Like, I think we have a really good core so far, and I think we did a great job of actually picking up uh, – a guard in the draft too that I think is going to be highly versatile for us um, with Nicholas Melsop. He's going to be able to be one of those guys that potentially could kind of grow within our team. I'm a big fan of trying to get more guys on our practice squad that we could really grow with all around. And I think he could be a great candidate for that. Once again, he's a strong guy that had about 24 reps on the bench, shorter arms, about 33 one does seem like he locks up defenders well and does work well at the second level, just like what he said in his interview. So, I'm going to keep an eye on him, too. So I'd love to be able to see another 6'7 guy, a guy that is a versatile guy for our team. So keep an eye out for him. Keep an eye out for him. So I'm excited to be able to see him on field. So Nicholas Melsap, Delta State, keep an eye out for him. Moving on, let's go with Tyler Hoosman out of North Dakota. He is a running back out of North Dakota. And, um, you know, it's interesting. We're kind of dipping a lot into these running backs into the undrafted free agent side of things here. Uh, but, hey, you know, never a bad thing to try to find those guys. And once again, guys, undrafted free agents do find their way on field and they do find actually a pretty good opportunity to be able to be on a team and get signed by a team. So so Tyler Hoosman, North Dakota, six foot, 215, just a straight running back. Not really much that you're going to be getting as a receiver upside from his college days. Five-year player, best year at North Dakota, getting about 1,300 yards with 12 touchdowns. 
did get 23 catches, which is more catches than he had in four seasons previously with Northern Iowa. I, I did watch an interview with him, and he kind of talked about why he ended up going over to um, to North Dakota. It's because he wanted to grow more as a receiver. He just wasn't feeling like he was getting that with Northern Iowa. So he felt like he was being underutilized all around. So um, interesting thing to see how he goes and how he works with us. You know, he did do pretty well all around this season. I mean, you can't can't look at that and say, hey, he didn't have that productive of a year. I mean, 176 attempts, 5.81 yards per play, 1,023 yards, 12 touchdowns. Got to love that to see that. You know, I do think that there is a level of he could be a little bit better of a pass catcher. Um, I do think there is going to be some room for some undrafted free agents in the running back side of things. We'll see where it pans out for him. But Tyler Hoosman, keep an eye out on him too. So uh, moving on, let's go to our final offensive player for this team. And it was interesting about this one is that a lot of people got really, really excited about this one. And and I'm a little unsure about why. Maybe I didn't pay enough attention to UCLA football, but it was uh, let me let me see if I get his name correct. Michael Aziki, I think is how you say his last name. Uh, 6'5, 245, tight end, uh, senior. So he's basically been on the field for a good amount of time. You know, only nine career stats out of this. Um, so he hasn't had much time on field. Was a wide receiver, converted to tight end. My opinion when I started watching him, needs to get a little bit better as a blocker. Slower in his routes, can be a, but can be a good run after catch guy with the ball in his hands. Um, it's an interesting one uh, for me. Um, we didn't really look at anything with the tight end at all, right? Um, there, This is our guy that we've decided to choose as a tight end um, for this season. Now, Telesco talked a little bit about that in his uh, after draft kind of recap. He said, hey, look, I feel pretty good about our tight end room. Um, we got a pretty good set of guys there. Donald Parham did sign a two-year contract with us. We do have a pretty good solid core of tight ends that they feel good about. So, you know, I, I, I'm interested to see how he goes all around. Um, interesting thing, too, does lack poise and body control getting into his blocks. But once there, he displays some fight hand strength to maintain the battle. He's not very elusive as a route runner, but does show decent talent after the catch. A developmental prospect could, could find his way onto a practice squad. So um, good stiff arm. I saw that physicality. I saw him leap over some defenders too, uh, which was pretty cool to see. Um, elevated block uh, pad level on outside hands. So one of his weaknesses lacks body control. Uh, below average hand quickness as a pass catcher sluggish into his routes. So, you know, it'll be interesting to see where he ends up going. Uh, Michael Aziki, I think is how you pronounce his last name, but you know, it's one of those guys that's got to find a way, got to find a way to be able to get on the squad. I'm sure he met with the chargers on their local pro day, um, probably made some sort of impression on the chargers and why he picked them up. So I'm interested to see where he goes. Once again, you got to find a way through special teams to be able to make this team. So, but that is our offensive uh, players that we have as undrafted uh, players. So if I'm going to look at, at the offensive undrafted free agents that we picked up, Pookie Wilson is one of those guys that kind of throws, I, I think has a good shot on this team. I think he has a good opportunity on this team that he could actually really try to make 
some sort of um, impact on this team, or at least finding a way to be able to get onto this team. Now, the beautiful thing about a player that's going to be undrafted is that he is also, um, they are also looking to be able to make an impression, not just with the team that they're playing on, but also other teams too. So I think that's really good. Um, You know, another player that I think could make an impact, uh, Elijah Dotson. Um, He's taken punt returns, also found a way to be able to get touchdowns out of them. He looks like he could catch the ball. He looks like he could run the ball, um, can block, um, and could be a good, um, you know, factor in special teams. So I think there, those are two of them. I do think that I'm a big fan of trying to build up as many offensive linemen as you possibly can. Um, I think we, they do have a couple different guys that like, like Nicholas uh, Millsap. I mean, strong guy just needs to find a way to be able to really just find a way on this team. Um, and then Jahari Branch, I'm a little indifferent about him so far. We'll see where he ends up going. I mean, it's not like his stats basically really jump well off the paper. I think he kind of gave up a lot of quarterback hurries, a lot of sacks. He's going up against a lot better talents um, in the NFL versus what he was going against in Maryland. Um, but I do think that uh, we have probably a couple guys here that could find a way to make impact. I mean, once again, Pookie Wills and Elijah Dotson are the two guys that I could really point on to point at that I think will do very well for us. So either which way, guys, those are who we got so far. Um, and I think that we will probably have just as undrafted free agents on the offensive side. I'll do a video talking about the defensive side, but add as talking about the offensive undrafted free agents, which guys are you guys most excited about all around? So once again, guys, James from Bolt Bros, like, subscribe, sub. We always appreciate your guys' support and everything like that. So let's get on out of here. Let's go.